And and good afternoon, GRN listeners tuning in across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. A very, very happy Easter to all of you uh, joining us uh, today. Uh, Our Lord is risen indeed. I am uh, so glad to be here uh, after coming off a, you know, a three-day weekend. What a beautiful three-day weekend it was. Um, Again, as I was saying, I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the, um, you know, for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. So if you're joining us from Marble Falls and Fredericksburg, Kerrville and Uvalde and right here in good old San Antonio. I want to thank you for uh, spending this hour um, getting caught up on all things Catholic. Um, you know what, of course, you know, we're going to be doing here. Uh, we're going to be talking to you. Uh, going to have a great show lined up for you today. I'm going to be joined also by my wonderful co-host, Alexandra Kubabatu, a.k.a. Alex K. Happy Easter, folks. And just as a reminder, on this live and local program, we try to bring you various and informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. And today we've got a special treat for you. Our very first guest today who's joining us will be a gifted author, speaker, and Marian priest, Father Donald Calloway. Yes. Yeah, and he'll be our keynote speaker at the Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner, which is approaching fast. And later on in the program, Deb Alanese, Executive Director for Axe Missions, will be on to talk about Agape Fest Casino Night coming up in May. That's right. So again, we've got a, you know, we've got a lot going on, you know, we've got a lot going on. We're going to get started with the, you know, our, our conversation with the, you know, Father Callaway here momentarily. Uh, but you know, we're going to get caught up with him and everything he's got going on. We're going to have, like you said, you know, Miss Deb Alanis mm-hmm. and she's so awesome. You know, she's the executive director over there at, uh, you know, Axe Missions. Uh, she was very helpful in, uh, allowing us to come out there and, uh, host, uh, you know, the, the car raffle ticket sale. Yes. Uh, so it's going to be good to see what uh, you know Axe Missions has going on. But before we get started with any of that, uh, let's go ahead and get started as we should do in all things, and that is in prayer. So wherever you might be, join us in prayer. Pray for that grace that the Lord would put upon your heart, you know, what his will is for you and the strength and uh, wisdom to, to accomplish that will. All right. So join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, Our hope is restored and joy and excitement fill up in many hearts as you have gloriously risen from the dead and bring forth new life for this fallen world. Grant me the blessing of having the eyes of faith so that I may see and believe in your resurrection. Help me to know the effects of your triumph in my life. As I come to know you, my resurrected Lord, help me to entrust to you all that I am and all that I hope to be. Help me to trust in the abundant mercy that flows from your resurrected soul. We make our prayer in your most holy name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. St. Apollonius, the apologist. Pray for us. St. Joseph, terror of demons. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. 
Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, just a couple things uh, to get caught up on before, you know, we we uh, make the connection with Father Calloway. Uh, the Fishes of Men, like you said, Alex, uh, mm-hmm. is fast approaching. Uh, it's next yes. week. Oh, my goodness. The 28th <laughs> is coming up quick. Uh, the 28th uh, will be, you know, next Thursday. Uh, and it's taking place uh, at Holy Trinity Catholic Church. Uh, as you mentioned, Father Calloway is going to be our keynote speaker. Uh, we're going to be recognizing Dr. Mitch and his wife, Chrissy, of St. Matthew Catholic Church church. Um, Look, I'm going to tell you, if you mm-hmm. have delayed and you have been putting off, you know, getting your individual, uh, you know, purchasing your individual dinner, um, you know, ticket or even sponsoring a table, we got, uh, we still have, uh, you know, a couple of tables, uh, you know, available. Man, don't delay. Yes. You want to jump yes. on this now. I'm telling you, there's a, you know, a lot of people. Uh, who have not come out, you know, in, in some time uh, again to be able to gather, celebrate our Catholic faith, celebrate the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And again, you're going to, you know, you're going to hear this inspiring talk that's going to be given by, you know, Father Calloway. We're going to get together and recognize, uh, you know, two beautiful people, you know, from our community that really do everything that they can uh, to help our community get you know, be yes, better. Yes. I mean, it's just going to be awesome. You, you know, not to mention it's going to be my first one I've ever planned. <laughs> yes. So this is going to be great. <laughs> you, you know, uh, so again, uh, to kind of uh, talk about also the, you know, uh, you know, the, the Easter weekend, uh, the Triduum, how beautiful is it this year, Alex? Oh my goodness. It, it's just unbelievable. The things that um, have been happening around, you know, not just in our area, but around the world. And, you know, it's, it's just a blessing to be able to have this day with our Lord and this time of the year with our Lord. And, you know, Easter is just beginning. So, yeah. you know, we, we, get, we just got to move forward and, and continue with whatever um, has been inspired us throughout this Easter, Easter right. season and Lenten season and, and just um, just be with the Lord and be with the Lord and, and give to our fellow neighbor. That's right. You know, uh, that is so well put. Um, you know, when we talk about the, the octave of Easter, you know, the yes. eight days of Easter, you know, if you really dive into these treasures that the church, you know, provides for us, you know, it's not just a one time event. It's not just a one day event. Man, he give us eight days to celebrate yeah. this, this glorious, you know, feat, yes. you know, God, you know, Jesus, you know, defeating death and, you know, rising from the, you know, rising from the grave. And, oh man, it's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I was having this conversation, of course, with us, you know, with some friends. Um, you know, if you really, Give yourself the opportunity to, to dive in and participate, you know, what, what the church, uh, you know, gives us, you know, such as in, in this past, uh, you know, Lenten season, you know, um, you have the whole, you know, Holy Triduum, you know, the three days, you know, what did you do for the last three, you know, during those three days? Yes. You know, did you participate, you know, uh, in, in the feet washing, uh, you know, ceremony. Yes. Uh, did you attend mass, uh, the mass of the Lord's supper? You know, did you, did, were you there when, um, you know, they processed the, you know, they had the holy procession of the Eucharist, you know, into the altar of repose. Um, I mean, just beautiful stuff, right? Yes. So it, it was really, uh, I think it was very fruitful, uh, you know, uh, how this, uh, you know, this triduum, uh, you know, kind of transpired and how it culminated, of course, um, you know, with Easter. Good Friday was amazing. Yes. You know, I, I had the pleasure of being out there at Sanctus Ranch. Man, the folks, they got a, they got a <laughs> beautiful venue out there. You know, Dan and Jennifer 70, uh, you know, I think Sanctus Ranch is, of course, you know, part of the Spiritual Retreat Foundation. Man, they put on this wonderful uh, live stations of the cross, you know, done, done up by, uh, you know, some, you know, some teenagers and whatnot. Oh, my goodness. It, it was just, you know, 
it was sad. It was <laughs> yeah. beautiful. It was everything rolled up in one. And again, when you make that journey from station to station and you really, you know, kind of, uh, you know, you, you unite yourself you know, to, to Christ's sufferings, you know, during that, um, you know, the Pasión Dolorosa, you know, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It, it is. And there's the first break. My goodness, I can't believe how quick it's gone. <laughs> That's fast. Yeah, when we come back from the break, we're going to be joined by Father Donald Calloway, author, speaker, Marian Priest. So don't change the station. We will be right back. Hey listeners, it's almost here. The 15th annual Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner takes place on Thursday, April 28th at the Banquet Hall at Holy Trinity Catholic Church. The last day to sponsor your table for 10 or purchase your individual dinner and seat is April 19th. Register now and go to grnonline.com and click on local events or call 210-579-9844. God bless you. This is Mike and Alicia Hernan with a Messy Family Minute. It's often said that kindness begins at home, but sometimes this is the most challenging place to be kind. Families' days are rushed, and it seems as if parents are just taxi drivers getting people from place to place. Sometimes we need to pause and make a renewed effort to form our children in kindness. One of the first ways to instill kindness is by requiring kind behavior, or as we often say, fake it till you make it. When you require and train your young child to act with kindness, very often the heart follows. Begin with the action and you'll be training their heart as well. Another key element is to catch your kids in the act of doing good. Praise their courteous behavior and affirm their identity as a kind and generous person. Often we focus on catching our kids being bad. We need to be just as eager to catch them doing good. To hear our seven ways to form your kids in kindness and our complete podcast on this subject, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. This is Jesuit Father Robert McTague, host of The Catholic Current, where we bring Christ to the world and the world to Christ. We look at current events through the eyes of faith. I hope you'll join us each Monday and Friday for guests and topics you can't afford to miss. That's The Catholic Current, heard Monday and Friday right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. And welcome back, folks. This is In His Vineyard. I'm your host, Sean Rice. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, before we went to break, of course, I was telling you, we're going to be speaking with Father Donald Calloway, uh, Marian Priest. He's uh, you know, a, a congr- part of the Congregation of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, Father Calloway, do we have you on the line? Yeah, I'm here, man. Good to be with you. Oh, it is so good to have you on, Father. Thank you so much for uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule uh, to spend with us. Um, if you would, uh, you know, I just want to kind of get right into it. Um, you're, of course, going to be our keynote speaker at our upcoming Fishers of Men uh, benefit dinner on April 28th. Um, we had discussed, uh, you know, the... You know, the theme of, you know, St. Joseph and, and whatnot. I mean, you were so instrumental for so many people, Father Calloway, uh, you know, with consecration to St. Joseph. Now, for our listeners who may not be familiar with you or with uh, consecration to St. Joseph, can you give us a, a little bit of, you know, info as to, um, you know, 
who you are, where you come from, and, and your inspiration but, you know, behind this wonderful and blessing uh, of a book. Yeah, well, you know, I, I lived a very troubled childhood, so I really messed things up in my youth. And um, when I had my conversion, you know, I came to Jesus through the Virgin Mary and St. Joseph. So I needed to really, you know, redirect my manhood because I had really messed it up in my sinful life. And so, you know, he really helped me in, in major ways. And then a few years ago, after being a priest for about 15 years, um, I just felt inspired to really reintroduce St. Joseph to the world because he's so forgotten and so neglected. And in these, this time of crisis where marriage is under attack, families are under attack, and, you know, we got this gender ideology confusion out there, yeah. we really need a good father like St. Joseph to, to bring some order to our lives and in a loving way. And, you know, he's such a good man. And um, I thought, well, this will be great. And so the Holy Spirit, I believe, inspired that. And I wrote the book, Consecration to St. Joseph. And yeah, it's just been absolutely amazing what's been going on. That's beautiful, Father. And you have a hardcover version now. Is that right? Yeah, we do. We have a, a, a commemorative edition celebrating the year of St. Joseph. And it's got even more stuff in it. It's got ribbons. It's got more images. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's really awesome. I'm into the ribbons. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's beautiful. And, <laughs> you know, Father, um, I think you're absolutely right about having a strong a male figure in, in our, within our faith. And, you know, St. Joseph mm-hmm. has been really instrumental, particularly uh, in my husband's life and my life. Um, in in mm-hmm. several challenges that we've had, of course, and mm-hmm. and honestly, I would have benefited from having known Saint Joseph in my childhood as well. So, I, I totally mm-hmm. totally get that. Let me ask you, Father, mm-hmm. um, what do you think is um, the most instrumental way to adopt um, Saint Joseph in our lives? I mean, he's has no lines in the Bible. It's hard to relate, mm-hmm. right? Like in a way, because we don't mm-hmm. hear him, and we don't hear his words. We don't, you know, like we do our Blessed Mother and and some of the other saints. Right. So, how do you think is the best way to approach that when he's kind of an invisible yeah. figure? Yeah. No, that's a good question, and I think you know we all know that axiom: actions speak louder than words, and. With St. Joseph, it's definitely true. We see his actions in the New Testament, even though we don't have any words. But let's look at Jesus. So when, you know, the second person of the Blessed Trinity took on human nature, um, he placed himself under the care of Mary and Joseph. And so he loved Joseph, and he entrusted his life into his care. And so let's imitate Jesus. Let's let's do the same. And um, that's why I came up with this consecration Mm -hmm. to St. Joseph, because... Everybody doesn't have to do the work now. I did it for you. I yeah. spent three years yeah. putting it all together, yeah. so you don't have to Google yourself to death trying to find out who is St. Joseph. I've got it all in there for you. Yeah. You know, I love how you say that, uh, you know, Father Calloway, because you're right. You know, you did, you know, the, the homework. There was, when I, um, you know, when I went through this journey myself, uh, you know, last year, I just could not believe the... In, you know, all the information that was, uh, you know, a part of this, you know, one, wonderful book, you know, Consecration to St. Joseph, you know, from the thoughts, um, you know, 
that came from, you know, our saints. And I mean, so many saints had their own, you know, their, their own kind mm-hmm. of uh, love and devotion to St. Joseph without this true, let's say, theology of St. Joseph, you know, being there, you know, for them, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So yep. I, I would ask you, uh, you know, and I know you you travel the the world over. Um, I know you've got you know Saint Joseph um, translated into several uh, you know languages right now. Uh, mm-hmm. What are some of those? You know, what what are some of the feedback that that you get? I mean, obviously it's got to be pretty mm-hmm. profound, but some of the ones that really stand out to you the most, Father. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, the book is in nineteen languages now, wow. and so. The the feedback internationally is amazing. People are telling me, Father, we we never really knew Saint Joseph. Right. We we now see him as younger than he's been depicted. You know, in Christmas cards, sometimes he looks like an old guy in the background yeah. about to die. You know, and so they've <laughs> yeah. got a new understanding of an image of him in their head, and they've bought beautiful statues. They're praying to him as a family. The litany of Saint Joseph and priests are celebrating votive masses to Saint Joseph, and it's great. I mean, worldwide, I've just heard. So much going on, and I mean, like in the Philippines, for example, all the bishops last year consecrated their diocese and the entire country yeah. to St. Joseph using the book, and I was just so inspired by that. Really, really amazing stuff. Oh, it, it is. You know, it, it is. You know, I'm going to share, you know, just a little piece of my journey also uh, with, with St. Joseph, and I'm sure there are many others. And I'd love to actually hear some of those, uh, you know, stories. So if you're, you're tuning in, listeners, uh, and you'd love to share, you know, part of your, your journey with, with St. Joseph, um, you know, let us know. You know, you can go online, share that with us, email it to us. Uh, but, you know, for me and my wife last year, so I've only been with the GRN just over a year, Father. Um, you know, we mm. did a consecration to, you know, uh, St. Joseph the Worker. Um, you know, prior mm-hmm. to my interview date. Uh, and that is what kind of opened my eyes to, you know, St. Joseph. And then I heard about, uh, you know, the, the book, you know, Consecration to St. Joseph, uh, you know, the wonders of our spiritual father. And it really was, you know, amazing. And I think you, um, you really hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, right now with so many things going on right now, um, you know, a men need to, you know, kind of re relearn uh, their role uh, and their vocation as mm-hmm. uh, the spiritual leaders of their family. And what better guide uh, than than the man who is charged to be the protector and provider of God Himself, right? I mean, that, that's, that's oh, just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so at the onset of, uh, you know, your, you coming to, you know, know that this was, was needed, um, of course, I mean, what are you thinking to yourself? Like, where do you even begin? You know, how was that process <laughs> for you? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I did. I, I felt inspired by the Holy Spirit to do it. But like you said, I thought, well, what do I do? I mean, what right. material is there? And right. so that's when I said, well, let me start looking at what the saints have said, what the popes have said. Have there been any apparitions of St. Joseph? Are there shrines dedicated to him? How about religious communities? Are there miracles? You know, so I gathered all that stuff, and then I realized, wow, there's a lot of stuff here. And, and then I had to find, like, a method to put the book together instead of just throwing it on the pages. You know, it's got to sure. make sense and flow. So that's when I used the Litany of St. Joseph, which... Uh. Um, is the church's official titles for him, and I thought, well, this is a good way. I'll, I'll just yeah. conduct it in that method, and it worked out fantastic. And so, um, yeah, the the whole thing came together. I have to say, it was Holy Spirit driven for sure, because I don't think I could have ever on my own come up with such an idea. You know? Right. <laughs> Right. That's beautiful. And, you know, 
for, for you listeners out there, Father Calloway, the way he writes books is amazing. My first introduction to you, Father, is uh, with your book, uh, Champions of the Rosary, the History and Heroes of the, mm. of the Spiritual Weapon. That is the most in-depth, most comprehensive book on the rosary I have ever, mm. ever read, oh, seen, held in my hands. And I want to thank you for that. That is truly a gift to the church. And, um, just, well, thank you. Yes, as, you know, just as you are. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's been a really, um, it, it's a real journey to see the Holy Spirit working through you because I think we, when you say that I couldn't done this, I could not have done this without the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and the, the, the works that you put out is definitely, um, I think amazing. I mean, I'm awestruck by it. Um, and I, I, can, oh. I can definitely see that. Um, and, and thank you for that. Um, so my question oh. to you is, you know, St. Joseph and Mary, they, it's, it's a package deal when it comes to the Holy Family. Mm-hmm. And you have Jesus as well. Um, mm-hmm. it, do we have a, a book coming out uh, later on on maybe the Holy Family? <laughs> could, could that inspire? Mm. Could you see that in the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've actually been praying about that. I've, I've got some things I'm working on right now, so it, if I did do that, it'd be a little bit down the road, but that seems to be something that's needed as well, you know, because we've got so many things going on with families today, so much confusion and so many, you know, most societies say have redefined marriage, unfortunately, and we've, we've got to recapture this, and we've got to get it back to the basics and what God intended, so... Yeah, you're on to something there, and um, yeah, so if, if you don't write it before I do, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you write it, Father. You write it. <laughs> I, think, I think the Holy Spirit's got your number, so. <laughs> Amen to that. So again, folks, if you're tuning in, uh, we're having a great conversation here with Father Calloway of the um, you know, Congregation of Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. He's going to be our keynote speaker on April 28th, uh, and what a joy it's going to be to, to have you there, Father. Uh, you know, we, we have um, you know, a, a few minutes left, and I, I want to continue on. Um, so you are a, you know, you're part of the religious order, the Congregation of Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I don't suggest you say that. Ten times in a row at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but you know, how did when you when you were making your conversion? You know, when you made your conversion. Obviously, anyone familiar with your uh, conversion story, you had this profound experience with our Blessed Mother. Um, How did that? You know, how did that transfer from you know this this you know love for you know now for her, um, and then you went on to you know become Catholic. But how did that mm-hmm. go on to becoming not just a priest but a religious uh, you know priest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I knew when I had my conversion, I knew you know I needed brotherhood, I needed um, accountability, I needed uh, a network of of people to to do it with. I didn't want to sure. kind of be out there on my own, and so. I looked for religious communities, and, you know, there's a lot of them, and so I thought, well, I love Our Lady a lot, so let me look at the real Marian ones, and there's a lot of those, but then the Holy Spirit led me to this one, and I just felt at home, and I felt these are good men, they love the Church, they want to be holy, they want to save souls, and that's exactly what I wanted, and um, very pious, you know, pray the rosary together every day, and and that means a lot to me, so... yeah, it was kind of a, a no-brainer for me, and I, I asked them if they would let me join, and they said yes, and 
uh, yeah, the rest is history. Now I've, I've been, I'll be celebrating a, being a priest at the end of May, uh, 19 years now. So Amen. praise God. Yeah, yeah praise. praise God <laughs> indeed. And thank you for your yes to the Lord and thank you for your ministry, Father. Uh, I wanted to ask also, uh, because you do, you have so much, uh, you know, going on. Uh, what, what, uh, you know, where can people go, uh, to, to see, uh, what's going on in, 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 you know, in, in the way of Father Calloway and, uh, what other projects, uh, might, uh, might you have in store right now? For folks to look forward to yeah well i mean a big one coming up of course is going to be next week when i'm there in uh, texas and right. i can't wait yeah, yeah. Uh, i very much look forward to being there with uh you guys and uh, you know catholic radio is really important and i know it, it does so much good and i'm so blessed to be there and support that and so that's coming up and um on my website fathercalloway.com um you can see where i'm speaking and my pilgrimages are starting again you know all that stuff got shut down yeah. the last two years yeah but now that things are getting back to normal, I'm able to travel international. And so I lead pilgrimages, about two or three pilgrimages a year, uh, to all the holy sites over in Europe, Holy Land, Poland, all that. So, yeah, go to fathercalloway.com and, and check all that stuff out. No, that sounds great. And again, um, I was looking and yes, you, uh, it was great to see that, you know, places have opened up for you to continue even that part of your, uh, you know, ministry also. I've, I've heard nothing of, uh, but good things about, uh, those who've, uh, you know, been on pilgrimage, um, you know, using, you know, your, I think, uh, you're part of a 206 group or so, or is it your own? Your That's own? right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, again, folks, uh, if you're just joining us, we've got Father Calloway going to be joining us April 28th. That's just next Thursday for Yay. the Fishers of Men <laughs> Benefit Dinner. Uh, he's going to come give an inspiring talk. I- I'm sure it's going to be great. But Father, before uh, you know, time uh, you know cuts us short, would you leave us with your blessing? Absolutely, Heavenly Father. As we continue to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, who is alive and is wanting to fill us with grace and mercy. Help us to experience deeper conversion. We pray for our relatives, especially those away from the faith, that they would come back, that they would fall in love with you all over again. And we ask this blessing to the intercession of Our Lady and the great St. Joseph, the blessing of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Father Calloway, thank you so much for joining us. We are certainly looking forward uh, to having you out there uh, You know, next Thursday. So uh, be safe in your travels, and God abundantly bless you, Father. God bless you, my friends. Can't wait to see you. We'll see you then. Amen. All right, folks, that's the music, and uh, we're going to take a quick break and be joined by Ms. Deb Alanis. So don't change the channel. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. This is Father Donald Calloway of the Congregation of Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'll be the keynote speaker for the upcoming Fishers of Men dinner on April 28th. Make sure to register and come join us in celebrating the Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas. For more information on me, go to my website, fathercalloway.com. God bless you. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. What is a patron saint? The classic professions such as soldiers or doctors have patron saints who represent the ideal of soldiering or doctoring. 
And yet, so many of the trades and crafts on which the modern world depends do not have an ideal figure. There is no patron saint of plumbers, for instance, and G.K. Chesterton says there should be. It would be a revolution, for it would inspire each individual plumber to consider that there was once a perfect being who actually did plumb. In the meantime, what do plumbers and the rest of us do? Chesterton says, Keep before your eyes the supreme adventure of virtue. If you're kind, think of the man who was kinder than you. That's what is meant by having a patron saint. Want more than a minute? Visit us at chesterton.org. Michael Foley, author of Drinking with the Saints, is going to be on with us tomorrow morning at 6 to 8 a.m. Central Time. Howdy, Adrian Fonseca here with Catholic Drive Time. And tomorrow we're going to be asking the question, is it immoral to be drinking? In what context is it okay? And how can we celebrate the Easter octave with our families? All this and more on Catholic Drive Time, 6 to 8 a.m. Central Time, tomorrow morning, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. See you then. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to wish you a very happy Easter. You know, Easter is so amazing that it can't be contained in one day, one weekend, one week, or even one month. The Easter season, or Eastertide, lasts for 50 days, culminating with the Feast of Pentecost and the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the Apostles. So let's celebrate. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And welcome back, folks. This is In His Vineyard. I'm your host, Sean Rice. And if you've been tuning in uh, or just now tuning in, we just wrapped up a conversation with Father Donald Calloway, um, you know, Marian Father of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. He's going to be our uh, keynote speaker at next week's Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner. Uh, it's going to be a treat, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. You know, what, what, what were your thoughts in just that kind of, uh, you know, snapshot, Alex? Oh, my goodness. Um, there's so much there. And I wish we would have had some more time to actually hear um, some of his history. Right. Because um, yeah. like he said, he just, you know, briefly touched on it because yeah. we don't short on time. But um, but yeah, he actually, you know, he gives me hope um, for some of our, you know, family members and friends right. that are away from the faith. And I'm glad he, he prayed. He mentioned that in his prayer at the end. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, he's. I think in his biography, he's been, been in prison a couple of times, yeah. a few times. And, you know, yep. he, 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 now he's a priest. You know, yeah. it's like the beauty of what the Holy Spirit can do is just amazing. And it inspires me. And I hope it inspires others too. Hey, man, I got to tell you too. I mean, if he really goes on to write that book about the Holy Family, oh, and man. It, we got to hear it live right here on Indian's Vineyard. I know. Man, I'll be the first one to line up for your autograph, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, oh, now awesome. for our next guest, uh, you know, she is just awesome, as I was saying, you know, in, in the opening. We've got Miss Deborah Alanis of Axe Missions, Executive Director uh, for Axe Missions. Um, you know, she's been such a friend of the GRN. We love promoting, uh, you know, anything that, you know, she, she's she got going on because they do, you know, they, they do good and holy work. 
you know. So again, welcome to the program, Miss Deb Alanise. How are you today? Happy um, Easter. Happy Easter, brother and sister. It's great to be here with you on Easter Monday. Amen. Yes, amen. The tritium was awesome. That's right. Always is. So is year. it tritium or triduum? Twitter. Oh, I got you. I got you. Triduum. Tomato, tomato. It's a, That's yeah. right. It's awesome. Amen. Well, you know, uh, as we were discussing, uh, you know, earlier, it, it was it was such a a fantastic time, a fantastic um, you know celebration, of course. So. Um, before we get to you know to you know uh, more of that because I am going to ask you how you spent your Easter you know tell us all about this uh, agape fest let's just dive in let's yeah. just you know, talk about what you got going on uh, you know at Acts Missions and what is this agape fest all about. So we are super excited. It hasn't happened since 2019. We wow. haven't had casino nights since wow. 2019. Yep. <clears throat> and it is a crowd favorite. Uh, we've had casino night for many years, and um, it continues to be um, a, a really fun night for our community. Uh, it is going to be on Saturday, May 14th this year at 7 p.m. Uh, we're excited to be back at the UIW Sky Room. Uh, we also have fantastic food and drinks and we're working with a new casino um, company called Just Like Vegas. Okay. Uh, so we're excited about that. Absolutely delicious catering. Ah, uh, I know. Yeah. I, we went to our taste <laughs> test. Uh, Gina was telling me about that. And then, of course, we have AV Source also helps us with all our media um, to make it sparkle and um, lots of fun. So, so we're excited. Uh, we need we need uh, people to come and uh, have fun with us and right. uh, enjoy the evening. No, that sounds like a great time, actually. And um, this is all happening, I think, on the website. It said May 14th. May 14th, it's right? The second Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. so there's plenty of time uh, to get the, the word out for that. And how would people, um, how would people you know, register? Yeah. You know, how, how do they do that? So you go to our website, and it's uh, one of the first slides there on the home page. You just click on more information. It'll take you to the page where you can um, purchase either individual tickets. Of course, there's sponsorships, table sponsorships. Yes, sure. uh, if you have a business, a local business you want to promote, we even have sponsorships to put your name at the gaming tables. Oh, nice. So mm. there's lots of different ways that you can go about participating. Uh, every ticket, you get uh, chips to play. You get um, open bar as well as a wonderful buffet of uh, yummy food. Uh, so all of that is included in the price of your ticket. Wow. wow. Yeah. And the prices start at what? $75 for an individual ticket. Okay. And then it just you make your way up from there. Yeah. So wow. $75. Um, that's going to include my meal. All you can eat. And that's going to include uh, chips to play? Yes, $1,000 in gaming chips. In game, okay. Okay. Yes, $1,000 in gaming chips. And then an open bar. Yes. All right, sign me up. Okay, good, good. <laughs> so let me ask you, Deb. Yes. Okay, so you mentioned that this is one of your bigger events. Why do you think it's so popular? Well, for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One is, um, you know, we love our gala. It's it's a, like a premiere event uh, in November. We celebrate awards and right. community. We have a program um, involved in that, in that event, right? Yes. This is... We just get up and have fun, right? right. Um, the program is this big, you know, yeah. this long. It's not very, you know, um, and it's really about fellowship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anytime we send surveys out after an event and we ask, you know, what do you want more of or less of? They're mm-hmm. like, we just want to hang out with our brothers and sisters. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so that's what it is. Yeah, yeah and I, I totally get it. You know, just because, you know, we're, you know, 
um, Catholics who are devoted to our faith, devoted to serving Christ, doesn't mean we have to be um, boring and <laughs> vanilla, <laughs> right? You know, it's like what's wrong with I like vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Well, you know, okay. and the great thing about this is that, you know, it literally is play a game, playing, right? Yeah. yeah. Play chips. But, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and so it's fun because you can lose your shirt literally with all of your gaming chips and yeah. you still will have the same amount of money in your wallet when Amen. you walk out the door. Nothing well, hopefully spend- not, actually. I want you to spend it when you come into, <laughs> yeah, the, true, into true, the room. True. However, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So it's, it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Wonderful. And, and I'm not saying anything against vanilla. I love vanilla. No, no, no. Vanilla. A little strawberry on especially it. Especially vanilla nice, bean. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So uh, you know, as we as we make preparations, of course, uh, in uh, or as you're making preparations for the you know Agape Fest uh, Casino Night, mm-hmm. uh, you know now when they you know when when folks come in, uh, can you kind of paint the picture of the night for them? I mean, what can they sure. expect? Yeah. So. Um if you haven't been to the Sky Room, just coming to the Sky Room is an experience. Right. Uh, it literally, it, you oversee downtown mm-hmm. um, San Antonio. It's a beautiful, beautiful venue. Uh, when you walk in past uh, registration desk, you walk into the main, the big room, the casino tables are set up right in the center. I mean, that's why why we're there for how to have fun. There's also dancing. So there'll be a dance floor and a little stage. uh, So we're excited about that also. And there'll be tables uh, so that as you choose to eat and drink, you have somewhere to sit. Uh, there are table sponsorships if you want a designated table. Sure. Um, otherwise, just kind of open seating. Okay. Uh, we'll also have a silent auction, and we typically line the auction item tables up against mm-hmm. the windows yeah. where you look out yeah. <laughs> to see the beautiful, right, right. the beautiful downtown. So we also are going to have a photo booth. Uh, that's a lot of fun as well. We have a, a new friend to um, our events. Okay. Um, and uh, he's. Um, going to set that up as well so we're excited about it no it sounds like it's going to be a great time actually yeah. uh, and again i think that's a it's on a saturday saturday uh, september uh september saturday may 14 may 14 may 14 so we've got just a few weeks just a few weeks yeah. left so yeah. we've got our event you know next week uh well mm-hmm. yeah next week on thursday which yes. i'm a little bummed you can't join us <laughs> yeah. we, we sponsored we're happy to participate <laughs> yes. in that way yes. and yes trust me me and my staff were very disappointed <laughs> that we can't be there um, yeah. and i can't let my san antonio chapter go either because it's chapter gathering right we and i was actually going to ask about that because yeah. obviously um you know in not you know, being able to attend, it had to be something pretty important for you to miss <laughs> yes, out on Fishes of Men, right? So yes. tell us about this chapter conference that you've got coming up. Sure. So, so Axe Missions, the headquarters, there's literally seven of us. Uh, we have over 550 parishes around the world. Wow. So um, the way that we help support the parishes locally is by establishing local chapters. They okay. are um, uh, associated with Axe Mission, so they're um, our an extension of us. Uh, we have 22 now, 21 are here in the U.S., and every year and annually, we have annual, an annual chapter gathering mm-hmm. where we bring chapter members together for training, for updates, for fellowship as well, um, nourishment. We, we try to have like a tiny mini retreat yeah. um, enveloped in there. We're excited that Bishop Gary will be celebrating Mass mm-hmm. for us oh, on amen. Friday morning. Wonderful. Uh, followed by a keynote, so I'm looking forward to that. No, that does sound exciting, yeah. uh, in, in fact. Um, now, I want to ask you, too, regarding uh, 
everything going on with, with Acts. Uh, one thing I'm starting to see more of are, are just more of the, you know, parishes who are, you know, putting on Acts retreats, in, in fact, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, not to put you on the spot, I mean, are you aware of anyone coming up, um, you know, here in the next, uh, you know, maybe a month or so that you can talk about? What I'll do is I'll look up the schedule yeah. um, at our break, and then I can share, share out. I will tell you, though, that yeah. um, I only know as much as our parishes remember to sure. post their schedule on our website. I so see. I encourage anybody that's listening, if you are on a retreat team, yeah. find out if your retreat is on our schedule. Uh, we pray for you every week, obviously. Uh, we also give complimentary packets to the retreat director uh, with some flyers and information about Axe Missions and uh, our missioners program. Um, and some coupons as well for them yeah. to spend. Uh, so and we give those complimentary as long as we can, if we know about the retreat. Right. right? So uh, we had 61 retreats on the schedule last month. So right. we're excited. I was just about to ask actually about, um, you know, the, the numbers. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome, right? So um, let's see. Be, um, second By the second Friday of March, we had over 250 retreats on our schedules, which was more than the entire year before. Wow. So And it's just March. So I'll be doing an update uh, here in the next day or so, and I'm sure there'll be more than that um, added as well. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. So um, for those of us who, who are not familiar with mm-hmm. um, Axe Retreats, um, what is the, the significance of attending one of those? So an Axe Retreat, it's a four-day retreat weekend. We yes. focus on the acronym of Acts: Adoration, Community, Theology, and Service. Um, it's meant to offer a personal encounter with Christ, um, mm-hmm. especially through either your brothers or your sisters. It's for men, for women, and for teens. Yes. Uh, we don't have a co-ed option at this point for yes. adults. Um, and also to um, support this um, idea of being an intentional disciple of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going forth to build your parish community. So become an active member of your community. Yes. Um, and there's lots of different ways we can do that at the parish level, right? Uh, so that's that's the intent of going on a retreat, um, just being able to get away, spend time um, with, you know, in my case, my sisters, yes. um, and learning about how Christ has impacted their lives. Um, and uh, being called, how am I being called to be that intentional disciple when I come back home? Wow, that's wonderful. So um, I, I can imagine it's, it's been, um, it can be a very fruitful experience, not only personally, but also community-wide uh, within the parish. And, and that, that's a really beautiful thing because um, when, when we dive into you know, in, increasing and bettering our prayer life, um, the fruit of that is service. And sometimes we don't know what that outlet is. Right. Right. And um, being part of this Acts Retreat can kind of, like you said, make it an intentional, uh, make an intentional um, path to service. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's really great. I love how you have the adoration, community, theology, and service. It's just like the whole package deal. Okay. Let, me, let me ask you. Um, so... Typically, whenever somebody wants to establish, you know, a, a chapter, it, it, is it usually somebody who's been on an axe retreat before, okay. or is somebody who doesn't? Like, I don't know anything sure. about it, but I like well, I want I want to attend one, so here's mm-hmm. let's do this at the parish. Great, uh, great question. So, how, you know, bringing axe to my parish, right? Yeah. Um, it 
starts with a phone call to Axe Missions. Uh, we want to know whether Father um, has been informed, or maybe sometimes it's Father that's calling us. Oh, okay. we we um, have pastors that call us and say, "I I lived retreat over here, and now I'm over here. I yes. want it in my new parish." But more often than not, it's parishioners, somebody who's been on an Axe retreat, and maybe now they've moved. Uh-huh. Um, my experience is I met a couple who lived here in San Antonio. They went to Our Lady of Guadalupe Helotus. They got transferred to Sandusky, Ohio. I had to look that up no. where that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we missioned there. Um, they were one of the first um, communities to receive acts in the Ohio area. It was uh, Fremont, Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, and Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember when it started. I, I went in 2017 for the first women's retreat. We installed the chapter in 2020, wow. December of 2020. So it takes a while, but it's awesome. Amen. Well, uh, that music means we're going to take a quick break, folks. Uh, When we come back, uh, we're going to continue this conversation that we're having with Miss Deb Alanese, Executive Director of Axe Missions. Don't change the station. We will be right back. was somewhat of an accident and I have a lot of windshield time driving for work and usually I'm listening to my gospel music and so I wanted to find something else different and so I started scrolling I found Guadalupe Radio I started listening to it on a regular basis and what I realized had I found this station years ago my conversion would have probably happened years ago the Guadalupe Radio Network radio for your soul Welcome to Masterpiece Theatre. On this episode, Shakespearean actor Richard Ritter David Palmer Joe McLean XIII will perform a monologue on the importance of sending a monthly pledge to the GRN. Catholic radio never sounded so sweet to thine own ear as when it's tuned to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Alas! I must send in my monthly pledge by logging on to grnonline.com and clicking Donate. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. And welcome back, folks. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean Rice, your host, every Monday at noon for your live and local program. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. The five beautiful stations of the South and Central Texas listening area uh, can be heard in Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, and Uvalde. Uh, Kerrville and right here in good old San Antonio. And, uh, we're glad that you decided to spend some time, uh, getting caught up with us and, uh, you know, joining us for these conversations, uh, in that first hour, you know, top of the hour, we had, you know, Father Callaway on, uh, real excited to, you know, have him join us. 
for uh, you know as keynote speaker for Fishers of Men. Uh, we're having this wonderful conversation with uh, you know Miss Deb Alanis, uh, and I think you know that's that's where we'll uh, you know we'll continue. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking about some of the um, you know retreats that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to give uh, Miss Deb some time to get you know. The information in front of her, I put on a spot. I saw it in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, so, you told me I had this much time. Now you're giving me this much time, brother. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's ma'am. all good. It's but, all yeah, good. absolutely. So we are glad that you're here. But if you would, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about you know some of these sure. retreats that we've got coming up. Sure. Let's do that. Well, let me do a couple of things. So sure. we were talking about chapters, right? So so when we we have a missioning process. So when a, yes. a, it's new to a parish, we we establish a a point of contact we send two um we have two men's and two women's retreats uh, mission retreats and after those four retreats are finished we install the local core for the parish Mm -hmm. and then we need multiple cores to be in existence in at least the same diocese for two to three years which is enough time for core members to roll off because in order to be eligible to be a chapter member you have to have served on core Oh, right. Gotcha. So once that has has happened, then we have the opportunity to install a local chapter. Yes. So it's kind of a progression of, of service in the area. So that's that is neat. Yeah, yeah. that's well, how it works. Well, yeah. Thank you for for finishing up my question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, was, I was wondering yeah. about that. And yeah. um, so, the, you know, one of the beautiful things about Axe Retreats is, um, you know, maybe not everyone has the the availability to do things, you know, especially like, you know, moms who mm-hmm. are busy with their families and things like that. But, you know, if a mom goes on an axe retreat, right, or a dad, right, yep. um, and they have these busy lives, you know, maybe all these other responsibilities, they can still bring what they've learned, what they've gained to their families. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, just just if it improves their prayer life or changes their prayer mm-hmm. life in some way. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, there's lots of opportunity to bring family to the parish for service. Yes. And so what a beautiful way to model for your children, you know, to find ways to participate as a family um, at church. So yeah, it's, there's lots yeah. of benefits for that. And yeah. worth, worth the time that it would take to for the rest of the family to also support right because if you're going to send a mom or a dad then somebody's taking care of the kids and the house and everything that goes on so it's a it's a group of group effort uh and then in terms of retreats that are going on looking at our schedule on our website Mm -hmm. if you go under the retreat tab to retreat search we have 10 retreats uh just on our our website and that's not even counting the ones that may you may not have been made aware of that's that right? right not wow. only have we not been made aware of but um we also have some of my chapters have their own um schedules okay. uh, so oh, yes. i you know when i do monthly reporting i go and i look at all their uh sites as well so there's right. probably another i'm gonna guess 10 or so wow. um for the weekend so it's exciting um if you've signed up for our newsletter and we have your cell phone uh, we have been sending text reminders on Thursdays to pray for the retreats that start that right. day, right? Because right. it starts on a Thursday, comes yes. back on a Sunday. So it's very exciting. And and the ones that we have on our schedule for this coming weekend uh, are all over, right? We have Missouri City, we have Canyon Lake, we have Wichita, Kansas, we have Bastrop, Austin, Frisco, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, uh, San Antonio, Sacred Heart in Spanish, uh, so, yeah, Abbeville, uh, which I think is in Louisiana, uh, LaGrange, and 
North Chelmsford, which is Connecticut, I think, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. So, yeah. So, wow. you can see all over, right? Uh, it's really, it's so exciting that we have, uh, sorry, Massachusetts. That was that one was in Massachusetts. It's just, it's, it's uh, yes. there's so much need, yeah. right? People are so hungry right. to um, not only host the retreat for their brothers and sisters, but also people who are in dire need, right, of mm-hmm. having that spiritual right. food um, for themselves. Well, I think, so. uh, you know, just uh, in going to the, the website here, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, I remember, you know, prior to my own retreat in, in October of last year, you'd come on here, you'd probably have a handful. right. My goodness, you've yes. got you're up to like two pages, and that's just San Antonio area. That's right. right. Yeah. Right. So that, that's amazing how, um, yeah. I mean, things have opened up so much, and like you said, uh, there's there's this profound need for folks to to come back together, to get back into fellowship, into communion uh, with one another, and you know, and to kind of you know add to that uh, a little side note, you know, away from from the you know from Acts right now, but you know, to see what Mass was like yesterday, you know. It was full, right? Mm-hmm. It was full. So obviously, people understand that it's important for them to be there, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That you know, maybe for for you know some some fear, or maybe you know, for whatever reasons, right? You know, people have refrained, but slowly and slowly but surely, uh, you know those those pews are starting to fill up. So again, if you were yeah. able to do that at Easter, we can do it every Sunday, folks. Yes. That's let's right. Get our Amen to packed, that. Right? Yeah. Yes. Let's get our parishes yes. packed, but. Well, right. and, I, and I think that's why um, parishes are wanting to restart retreats already, right? Because if they've had retreats before pandemic, yeah. then they already understand the fruits of the retreat, which is to put people back in the pews, right? And sure. not just in the pews, but to be active members uh, yeah. of the parish. And that's what we need, right? Just like our yes. businesses where, you that's know, right. we've lost lots of people for all different reasons and, you know, some are still struggling to come back up. So is the same with our parishes. Sure. Uh, so we need people in order to have the ministries to thrive and, and continue. So right. it, it, it'll all work together. Amen. You know, let me ask you something, Ms. Deb. Um, you know, in looking through the list here, I see, uh, you know, there, there was uh, some information regarding a military women's axe retreat. Yes. Can you yes. tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So um, we've been offering, and I say we, uh, we've had a, a group of people, veterans, mm-hmm. all, all military backgrounds, yeah. who've been um, offering a, a, an act retreat uh, for veterans or military members mm-hmm. uh, for years. Uh, and it's been here in San Antonio, and it's been a beautiful experience, you know, because um, I have no idea what a veteran experiences. Right. I'm not a veteran, yes. right. right? And so it's a special population. Um, so it's serviced by for veterans by veterans. Um, everybody's been, and it, it, they follow the same, they follow our retreat manual, right? They So they follow all the same rules. Uh, the only thing that's special or different, I would say, is that who, who the participants are. Yeah. Yes. And even the team members, if you're on team, you have to have been either a spouse of or a military member. Okay. So, yeah. There has to be that tie, right? Yes. There has to be some for that type. particular yeah, one, for that right? Particular not, one. not the regular yeah. ones, right. but... 
this this one is 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 uh, unique in that it is by military personnel for military. Right, and this is actually a military women's women's uh, actual treat. Yeah, that's correct. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing here it's uh, being led by Miss Pat Lamoro. Yes, uh, she's a parishioner at St. Helena Catholic Church. Yes, that's, she is. Uh, you know, my parish. You know, she's uh, yeah. she's just wonderful. She's helped out. You know, and volunteered uh, during the Sherathon also. Yes. Uh, so I think you're in for a treat. Um, and for information on this retreat, so for our uh, maybe our our military you know sisters out there that yes. are um, you know very much interested in something like this, uh, or this is their first time even hearing about anything like this, uh, you know, reach out to to Miss Pat. Um, you know, her phone number is two ten three two three. 1812. Uh, again, this is uh, referencing the military um, women's acts retreat, you know, right. going to be taking place on May 19th, um, you know, on the information that we're, we're seeing here. Uh, so I'm sure as, uh, you know, executive director for Axe Missions, this is all, ha- you know, this all has to be pretty exciting for you, Ms. Deb. Is that right? It is. It is very exciting. It is very exciting. One of the things I would uh, encourage anyone who is on a retreat team is to uh, make sure you've got the 2019 retreat manual. It came out right before pandemic, <laughs> uh, the year before. So yes. a lot of people have not had the opportunity to explore it, to um, use it uh, right. in their upcoming retreats. So. Uh, I'll tell you that the the basic message is simple, reverent, and Catholic. Um, so there's there's beautiful ways to offer this retreat that sure. doesn't overload any any one person. So. Amen. I encourage you to 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 buy one and read it. Amen. So with uh, you know just a couple of minutes left uh, in in today's program. Uh, we've talked, uh, you know, about all sorts of stuff. You know, had a great conversation with Father Calloway, having this wonderful conversation with Miss Deb Alanise of uh, Axe Missions. Uh, for those who want to get involved, maybe as a volunteer, or maybe they want to financially support uh, Axe Missions and, yes. and your mission. Uh, you know, there, uh, where, where do they find the information, or where do they go? So, uh, on our website, up in the top right corner, there's a give button. Uh, and also a support button. So uh, obviously giving, uh, you can give either one-time donations. Yeah. We have a monthly missioners program right. uh, where you get some special extra things uh, with that. Um, and yes, we need volunteers, even yeah. in the office um, and in other pl- other ways. And you can just email us at info at axmissions.org. Info at, at axmissions.org. Well, that sounds great. Um, again, I, I, I'm so glad that you had a, the chance to join us today. It's always great catching Thank up with you, Miss Deb. Yeah, you, you got Being it. Being here with y'all on Easter Monday. A- amen. Uh, so you've got, uh, of course, the store going on also, so mm-hmm. people can come see you at the store. Yes. Uh, where's the store at again? It's at 285 Oblate. It's in the Oblate School of Theology campus. Amen. So yes. if you want to support Axe Missions and the great and wonderful work uh, that they're doing, Go pay them a visit. You know, pay them a visit online. Pay them a visit at the store, yes. uh, and 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 help them out. I mean, they mm-hmm. they do really good work, and I will uh, certainly do what I can. God willing, I'll be out there, and I'll be rolling a dice or playing cards, <laughs> whatever good. I gotta do. You know, yes. <laughs> there's even slot yes. machines. So. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Miss Deb, for joining sure. us today. Okay, uh, wow. You know, so uh, you know, what what are your thoughts, Alex? I mean, oh that was gosh. a lot. You know, after this long I weekend. Oh, yeah. No, perfect start for the. For the Easter, the octave, yes, uh, that's right. It's just so so wonderful, and I'm so excited. I can't wait to to hear Father Callaway on Thursday. I'm telling you, I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so. Anything else? Uh, you know, stand out to you? How, how was your Easter celebration? 
Oh, it was great. We went out of town. We needed that. Our Amen. family needed that. But yeah. Amen. Well, again, folks, uh, that music means that uh, that's it for today. Mm-hmm. So come back next Monday uh, and, and join us. Uh, and again, if you haven't had a chance to sign up for Fishers of Men just yet, visit the, visit the website, grnonline.com. God bless y'all and have a great and holy um, you know, Easter week. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to wish you a very happy Easter. You know, Easter is so amazing that it can't be contained in one day, one weekend, one week, or even one month. The Easter season, or Eastertide, lasts for 50 days, culminating with the Feast of Pentecost and the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the Apostles. So let's celebrate. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hi, this is Donnie Walker with Donnie Walker Real Estate powered by Keller Williams City View, proud supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Through the intercession of the patron saint of real estate, St. Joseph, we strive to follow his example on how we take care of our clients. For more information, please consider calling us at 210-378-0878. 210-378-0878. Thank you and God bless you. And St. Joseph, pray for us. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. According to 1 Corinthians 11, receiving communion in an unworthy manner can result in sickness and or death. If communion is simply wafer and juice as opposed to body and blood, isn't the possibility of sickness and or death seem just a little over the top? So here's your three friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. First off, in the Bread of Life discourse, Jesus says, quote, He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me and I in him. Note, he said, drink my blood, not your wine or your grape juice. Well, no commentary needed there. Secondly, you're going to walk? The disciples did not walk away from Jesus over a symbolic teaching of body and blood or that feeding on Christ is feeding on the Bible. No, no, no. And thirdly, a pesky comeback would be good. When you're asked, hey, have you received Christ? Your answer is yes, every Sunday at Mass. That's how I know objectively that Christ is in me. Spreading the splendor of truth. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. And also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone. This is an E.W.